0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Full 90 Extra Time podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC. Nerdy soccer culture, fan outrage, and all the other things it says on our Twitter profile at Full90 Podcast. Wait. Nope. Nope. <laughs> at Full90 Extra Time.
1: At Full90 Extra Time on Twitter.
0: That's the one. Thank you. It's an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league not funded by foreign royalty, MLS. We are your hosts. <laughs> uh, I'm from Mornings on 1077 and I'm Gregor, and he's been in the locker room on the pitch and in the stats booth at CenturyLink Field, branded from the internet. Hello. Hi, uh, Do us a quick solid and click on through to the Apple Podcasts Or I wonder if you could do it through the new um, what's that Google Podcast. Yeah, Give us a rating there uh, Definitely five stars Primarily though we're looking for your comment We just want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player
1: From Roger Levesque To, to as we said in, When we were practicing this Yeandre Dedlin That's right we rehearse <laughs> yeah, We definitely rehearsed this <laughs> The
0: Injury generator shouldn't be a full-time job. Sounders FC take on the even the referee is laughing at you Fartland Timbers in the second leg of a battle for the MLS Cup quarterfinals.
1: Oh yeah, and that first leg, how Woo. about it? Yeah, that's uh well, there you go. It was not Well, it was not the greatest,
0: Brandon. Two, no, it wasn't. we should say we're, what it was. It was a uh, 2 to 1 result with uh, Fartland taking a uh, two goals to the Seattle's one. However, that road goal was super important too.
1: That's, that that goal uh, was amazing. Where where were you watching from uh, on on Sunday?
0: From my couch, where my wife was like, "Come on, baby, we're going upstairs because Dad is too angry."
1: <laughs> uh, I was I was watching from uh Berliner pub in Renton. Love that uh, joint. Home of uh, another Sounders podcast, Sonar Feed, and. Um, It was fun. It was packed, which was awesome to see a bunch of Sounders fans getting together to watch the match. Uh, It was awesome because beforehand, Columbus Crew was playing New York, and Columbus beat New York 1-0, which if the Sounders advance all the way to MLS Cup and teams like Red Bull New York and Atlanta United both drop out, the Sounders can host MLS Cup, so uh, that would be awesome. So it was cool to watch a bunch of soccer with a bunch of uh, drunk people in Renton. (laughs)
0: Um, <laughs> the ballet that you had to practice afterwards, probably less cool.
1: <laughs> that was, that was less fun. Question. Question. Um, Did
0: you limit yourself? Did you have to like only have one growler of beer before you went?
1: Yeah. I, uh, I, I kept it to the half liter rather than the full liter IPA from, from Berliner instead of, uh, and then, and then I had a chicken sandwich instead of like a big half big chicken sausage. sandwich. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, <laughs> but, Brandon, um, it was great. Now, I know we're supposed to talk about the playoffs, but whatever, because in front of me I have one of the hottest games of chance for this time of year that a man can have, or a woman, or anybody with a set of taste buds and an ability to get into a package. I'm holding in front of me a two-pack of Starbursts.
1: Oh, Um, Let's see how this goes.
0: Now, before I tear into it without a little suspense, I want to know, what's your favorite starburst combo and it can't be a double you can't say like yellow yellow even though no one would say that because gross
1: yeah that's nasty uh pink red easy
0: pink red same same yeah nice i don't know if there's anything better than a pink starburst i should not have sworn
1: i I mean there's a correct answer to the question that you asked and then the rest of them are wrong so sure sure
0: now uh, let me change the the game here a little bit if i allow you to have double if you could double up Again, yellow, yellow, awful. What would be the opposite of yellow, yellow?
1: Uh, the, that's crazy. Because I, I, as much as pink is my favorite, starburst. But I think I go red, red.
0: Me too. You gotta go red, red. Like Clint Dempsey playing for Seattle against <laughs> most of the referees in MLS. Okay, here we go. Let's that's get, how we
1: tie it back into soccer. Let's there cut the go.
0: suspense here. Oh, a pretty good draw. Wow, I ended up with orange, red, orange. My third. Uh, choice in the Star Wars Starburst category I asked a guy that works at the station today called mark what his favorite was and he was like well I like pink and then I was like well what other one and he was like wait what flavors are there and I'm like
1: I'm sorry what he's like I, I tune out everything that isn't pink. I'm
0: like what <laughs> So then he like just he just said the same thing as me and I was like mm-hmm sure, mm, sure so, yeah
1: yeah, so okay, so I'll be about-
0: away like uh, you know, like some sort of beast here. I apologize, but I, I, even though I've been doing broadcasting my whole life, I insist on eating Starburst while we broadcast.
1: Uh, the Sounders insisted on not playing good soccer over the weekend. <laughs> what?
0: I dropped my orange. I dropped the worst one. That I want to get out of the way first, so I can finish strong. And here we are.
1: Um. Okay. Let's. I'm gonna talk about soccer.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna find my my starburst. You go ahead.
1: Whatever. Yeah. You do that. So Sounders go down to Portland for the first leg of the Western Conference quarterfinal. And what are they uh, calling it round
0: it, one or something.
1: Round one of round one is basically round one half. Let's call it that.
0: <laughs> round. Okay. I'm in.
1: Well, uh, no, no, you
0: can't call it one half because then what do you call Thursday's match?
1: Round one half two t- times two. <laughs> uh so i just go down to portland and uh I'm sorry, pick where up fartland my bad i always i gotta i gotta commit that to my to my small, even the guy small eating brain. an orange
0: starburst knows better
1: And uh, Sounders pick up a goal first, which was awesome. A great cross from Roldan that gets deflected off of some Fartland defender and uh, ends up at the foot. It's actually, if you watch it in slow motion, there's a great slow motion clip of this going around. Uh, Raul Ruiz Diaz picks up a goal, uh, and that's about all that went well for the Sounders (laughs) on Sunday. The passing... Was poor. The Sounders couldn't string anything together. Uh, the players who are usually very, very good were not. Um, Chad Marshall uh, goes down with surprisingly not a head injury. Hashtag surprisingly not a head injury. <laughs> and instead, it uh, goes down off the ball with a weird like. It was just a simple. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a Casey Keller for a second. It was the simplest of passes that he was trying to play to uh one of his teammates but instead ended up coming down wrong on his on his uh right leg which is funny because not it's not funny at all i'm sorry (laughs) before before the match on uh, soundersfc.com they had run this to be a sounder series that they've been doing with chad marshall where he talks about about how he's been really good about taking care of his body because he's getting old and then in this match he goes and twists his knee um fortunately apparently it's not too bad but he's gonna be out for Thursday's match, most likely.
0: Well, dude, I was uh, talking to fellow radio broadcaster Ryan Castle, huge Sounders FC fan, and he was like, yeah, it's what happens when you're 50 years old and still playing professional sports. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, I get out of bed and walk down the hall. I'm not 50, but I walk down the hallway, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my ankle, oh, my God, what's going on? For like no explainable reason. It's not like I do anything. It's not like a karate kick through a board or something the day before. It's just like random old guy problems, and it sure looked like that.
1: I chaperoned a, I'm I'm also not 50 but I chaperoned a kids thing that was like at one of those trampoline places and literally within 30 seconds of stepping foot on the trampoline I sprained my ankle. You're like, so ow ow ow, <laughs> ow damn it ow So now I'm I'm starting to understand uh old guy pain. So Chad Marshall uh, might have to sit the next one out. Hopefully that's all he misses. Um, It was like he was like a rocket.
0: It was like he was on you know at Radio City Music Hall doing can can kicks, and then all of a sudden like
1: oh my knees! It was was weird. He like stepped over his own leg. He did a new who step over over his own foot. Yeah, but he doesn't
0: have action figure legs, (laughs) right?
1: Uh, right, and that's and that's his problem. He's the he's not the thirty six thousand dollar man or whatever we call <laughs> fifty six
0: thousand dollar man. Thank you.
1: Sorry, didn't mean to take. $20, oh, we need a ching sound
0: game. effect for that. We're getting that in the future.
1: Okay, good. Um, actually, I want to talk. So there were plenty of controversial calls in this match. Actually, uh, about Portland
0: the Go- about the dollar sign, the ching. I want to talk about that.
1: I want to talk about that. Okay, sorry. Uh, so so first of all, so so Sounders score one, Portland goes on and scores two. What's awesome. Sounders getting away goal. Great. Portland goes on and score two scores, two goals. The first goal had a hint of offside. Um, I think that if you're a home fan, you're gonna say, "Well, obviously it was offside." If you're, or sorry, if you're a Sounders fan, you're gonna say, "Obviously it's offside." If but you're if you're an MLS
0: fan, fan, you're gonna say, "Use the VAR. That's what it's there right. for." Every goal, be looking at that because if you've got a question of offside there, and this stupid rule where they're not supposed to raise the flag, so play can continue on, you're talking about professional soccer players who have played their whole life with like waiting for the flag to go up. That drives me right. crazy in itself. But the idea here that there's any question of offside, and then there's like no review that we necessarily saw. It's crazy,
1: and if there was review, even if he didn't go to the screen, yeah, uh, you you like I didn't even see him put his finger up to his ear, which is supposed to be the universal sign of this play is being reviewed. Hold off, hold off, starting the next phase. Of, or, or uh, if you're
0: walking down Broadway past QFC, it's for keeping your headphones in your ears, so that way the person who professionally begs for money outside can't talk to you
1: that too. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the other
0: universal sign.
1: Yeah. And um so that one doesn't get reviewed, but more perhaps more controversially and I don't know if it actually is more controversially. <laughs> perhaps uh, perhaps, which is why i said perhaps. Um Christian Roldan before the Sounders even scored their goal when this game was still in its infancy. Uh Christian Roldan uh a ball is played to him, he's making a run for it in the box. Uh, the ball is going at an angle away from goal, away from the goalkeeper, and away from Christian Roldan. Roldan steps, uh, runs, and st- jumps, jump runs over uh, okay, hold the on. This goalkeeper, Adanela. Yeah, the ball's going out, leaves. and the
0: goalkeeper dives for it. That's, like, the important part.
1: Yeah, the goalkeeper dives for the ball. Christian Roldan tries to jump over the goalkeeper. He intentionally, you could say, left his uh, leg trailing in the, in the play gets minorly clipped by the goalkeeper to the point and he and he hits the ground and is asking for uh, a penalty. Sounder's asking for a penalty. This play, however, does get reviewed by VAR.
0: So here's my question for you, Brandon. Sure. When you see that happen, when you see the goalkeeper come out of his goal, dive to make a save, not make contact with the ball, and Roldan goes to leap over him, in order to draw the penalty, I suppose... Would you, are you supposed to just keep running or are you supposed to leap over the guy and leave a toe behind so that way there's contact but you don't kill him
1: this is this is interesting this is why this isn't as cut and dry as a, initially when I saw it and thought about it I was like okay this isn't a penalty uh this this my my personal opinion was like this isn't a penalty uh Rodan left his leg in uh Atnella maybe didn't make uh contact with the ball but like He also didn't really and wouldn't have really made contact with uh, Roldan. However, what you just brought up I think is a really interesting point is that the fact that Atanella didn't even really come close to making contact with the Didn't play the ball. Which makes me think that even if he didn't – if he was making a play for the ball, he goes for Roldan – even if the contact was minimal, even if Roldan left his leg in to try to earn the penalty, which is a thing that players do around the world all the time, and it works because if there's contact, there's contact. Well, it's a penalty. It doesn't well. matter how they play it, right? So that makes me think, and what you just said basically changed my mind on this, is that Atnella making a play, not getting even close to the ball, even though the ball is going away from goal, that's a penalty in my mind.
0: Yeah, I um, I, the fact that they went to VAR and that the people that are trained to do this came back with the conclusion that it was not a penalty i can accept that because i mean that's his job and i'm just a dumb fan yelling at the tv and scaring my family so but i don't understand what it would have taken to get a penalty there and if it would have been like dangerous if that's the case and you don't want to be dangerous and roldan's not a bad dude uh he didn't Yeah, he left a leg in there, but it was bad enough that it appeared to give him a hip flexor strain. So it's not like it was totally innocuous.
1: Yeah, I almost think that uh, if Roldan had instead cut right and went for the ball rather than trying to draw the penalty, he might have actually just earned the penalty. Because with on the cut, uh, he probably would have ended up making contact with the goalkeeper uh, and going down anyway. Um, but instead, he he tries this play. He tries to, and I'm not saying this is nothing against Roldan. Um, and in fact, I think it's exactly what most players are trained to do in the situation: is go go earn that earn the penalty in that in that spot, especially when you don't really have a play uh, on the ball as it's going out of bounds. Um, he he jumps over, and in in the process, uh, injures his groin. Um, and that sucks and uh <laughs> later on chad marshall goes down um but who do they bring in for christian roldan you see you see Oblana, uh warming up on the bench you see harry ship warming up uh and then also you see Waylon francis and i look over at a guy that i've never met to at the bar he looks over at me he's he has one of those um what like the what do you call those he things? has a
0: monocle <laughs>
1: no, I wish it was a monocle. Uh, it's one of those piercings that go through the middle of your nose. It was one of those, like a septum piercing. Septum piercing. Thank you. Um, Just got back from had...
0: Pamplona, bro. I'm a
1: bull. <laughs> he he looks at me and he goes, "Waylon Francis, huh?" And I go, "Yeah, I don't know what they're doing."
0: Well, yeah. <sighs> Waylon Francis's mom wouldn't have brought on Waylon Francis in that situation. Out. No, listen. I don't know anything about that dude. He has not, you know, when the Sounders were at their worst and needed players, he played, and yep. he seems like a nice enough man. This is not a personal assessment of him, but then the he guy, is a soccer player, and this is a soccer game. Listen, soccer man, you've you've been around and you've gotten some starts. Okay, good. That's good. I'm fine with that. But when you have Harry Ship, who was effectively he and his fan base, the Seamen, effectively turned the season around. Uh, And I know he's been hurt, but if you're going to bring a guy on to play 50-something minutes, Waylon Francis, and then bring Harry Chip on, who looks like finally Seattle's going to do something and maybe mount a comeback, it really feels like a weird judgment call to me. And like, hey, we don't know. We don't have all the details and everything. But boy, was I like, Waylon Francis!
1: It was really strange to see Waylon Francis subbed in. And then Waylon Francis subbed out later on in the match. It's it's not often that you see a sub subbed, uh, and that was a like a really strange. I I don't know. I, I felt the same as you. Is like Harry Ship was instrumental in uh, the Sounders basically nine game stretch of of wins, and then he got injured and and sad about sat out a bunch, and then last and week sad he, about it. He <laughs> sat about. Yeah, injured and sad about it. Very sad about this, guys.
0: This injury's got me very sad. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Seaman uh, He he said he gets uh, makes the eighteen last in the last match of the season. Um, has a bye week, another week for him to get fit and to get ready. Uh, I, I was surprised that he wasn't the guy that they called on um, when Roldan went out, and I would be surprised if he's not the guy that they call on in the starting eleven uh, going into Thursday's. Match. You
0: know who was probably the most confused about that whole match was Waylon Francis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> Brian Schmetzer looks at Waylon Francis. Hey, go start warming up. Wait, like, what? Uh, the car? I don't like what. <laughs> the The bus, boss.
0: What? What? Are, what? Are, <laughs> me? You know, I'm union, and I can't drive more than eight hours a day, right?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. On it. I was actually, I saw him warming up, but I thought that was like a, hey, Waylon. You know, stay warm while we go help these other guys not look lonely <laughs>
0: like shield them from the fartland fans or whatever now, yeah there
1: was one moment that brought
0: like not a laugh to just my face and to the other people watching with you at the berliner pub rad place to watch and rent and that's where i would go to but um at one point the camera pans over and we found an unlikely person laughing <laughs> at the match and i didn't know what to make of this other than you're probably in trouble bro from pro so
1: this was amazing uh so first of all i'm in the pub watching this match. Uh, Sounders are down 2-1. A, uh, a, a Timbers play happens that results in a goal. However, it, it, and then the Timbers players go off uh, reeling in celebration. Hooray! Uh, however, all of the Sounders at the same time are are not that upset about it. And you realize, because not shown on the broadcast, is that the, uh, the linesman on the side had thrown up his flag to signal that the play was offside. However... Lucas Milano, the goal scorer, reeled off in celebration in the opposite direction, not able to see the flag had been raised. So he was freaking out, thinking that the Timbers had just scored their third goal. And they finally show that it was offside. He turns around, and the sullen angry look on his face because he honestly he wasn't the one who was offside it was a player earlier in in the same play that played the ball to him and and
0: it was like a five mississippi of celebration it wasn't right. just like he like it was like scored like yeah the turn went oh it was like no. full-on like taking off his he, pants and being like look at that and like
1: you're like whoa <laughs> he was helicoptered <laughs> that's and there you have it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It was amazing because he turns around after what seemed like forever to realize like everybody in the bar was like, is he going to, is he just going to put your away? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what was so amazing is that the, the, uh, the camera pans over to the, the assistant referee on the sideline who had raised his flag for offside and he's just cracking up. It like I've never heard a bar cheer louder. Not for an, a playoff goal. Not for wh- lifting an MLS cup. Uh, not saying that Keith's house is a bar where we watch that. <laughs> Shout out to Keith. <laughs> uh, not for any other... Any other thing I've ever seen in sports, have ever seen a bar go louder than when everybody started laughing at Lucas Milano for celebrating for too long, and then the assistant referee laughing in his face.
0: <laughs> My wife seems okay with the whole thing since he looks like a hunkier Brad Evans, and I was like, "All right, settle down, wife. Listen to the pod. Come on now. All right, Brandon. That brings us to the most important player for Seattle.
1: It's the Monster, Monster Cross. Cross
0: man, man of, of the, the match. match. I'll I'll go. I'll go.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay, this week, you're Monster, Monster Cross, Cross Man, Man of, of, the the match. of the Match. Hell, why not Christian Roldan? Roldan... Uh, uh, hold on. He played for like nine minutes. Yeah, I know. But first of all, Roldan is the reason that Monster Cross exists as a Monster company. Cross! Monster uh, Cross! <laughs> uh, Christian Roldan... <laughs> He's the he's the reason that the company exists, along with his t-shirt company with his brother. But he put in yet another cross for an assist, and um, if he wasn't driving a truck named Monster Cross,
0: Monster cross. Monster cross.
1: home from Portland, then uh, he made a huge mistake. It's,
0: it's your, your Monster, Monster Cross, cross. Man, man of the, of the match. match. Visit the, the Christian World, world, world Monster Cross, cross Museum, Museum this Sunday. 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 Monster
1: Cross. Hot garbage. Hot Garbage.
0: Hot Garbage. Hot Garbage. Hot Garbage. Hot. Hot Hot Garbage. We're taking the best, the worst, and the absolute crap. It's hot. It's garbage. It's Hot Garbage. garbage. (laughs) That was so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) apologize for all of that. It's who's hot, who's garbage, and who is hot garbage? Starting with hot. Uh, hot. A wagle? Hot. Yeah, we'll take it, man, because that makes things a lot easier come Thursday night when the action returns to Seattle. You know what else was hot? Nico Lodero's haircut. Hot.
1: There was a time where he was uh, running up and being very angry with the Timbers player, <laughs> as you do. And uh, Bro, some this guy... is my wave. This is my
0: wave, bro. <laughs> I was here first. I paddled out. Okay, bro, back off.
1: <laughs> Only in
0: Spanish, I think,
1: probably. Yeah. Hi. He he went up to a guy and somebody in the uh somebody in the bar just goes,
0: Go Super Saiyan on him. Oh my god, I said the same thing. I wanted I was waiting for Rui Diaz to go Super Saiyan, so we had two Super Saiyans out there fighting. Hashtag Dragon Ball Z, hashtag dated reference. <laughs> Hi.
1: Hey, it's, it's all available on the internet. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Also Dragon Ball Z is a very like in in twenty eighteen when you go back and watch it, it's a kind of disturbing show. Hi <laughs> <laughs> How about garbage? Uh, garbage. I would call these people the Iron Men, and I would say the injuries to our Iron Men is garbage.
0: Um, last I checked, robot flying suits not permissible in the MLS.
1: The last I checked, the only way that Chad Marshall still has a career in MLS is because he's part robot.
0: Oh. Whew. Hi. <laughs> like that. But unfortunately, the injuries to the Iron Men.
1: Garbage. Yeah, Mikey Turner on Twitter says that the early diagnosis for Christian Roldan is a hip injury. It's a hip flexor, apparently. Garbage. And to Chad Marshall, it's his right knee, but apparently it's no tear. Hot, but,
0: but also, also. garbage. <laughs>
1: Both evidently had uh, MRIs at the before
0: recording this, but we don't know the results because we're just too lazy to Google it right now
1: yeah so uh fortunately if the sounders go through one of the hot garbage things from last week hot garbage was the giant gap that exists in the mls cup playoffs uh so with that giant gap the maybe that gives more time for christian roldan and uh chad marshall to recover and actually help the sounders it's like 17 days of time
0: Whoa. hot garbage yeah. <laughs> i didn't know that we got to hot garbage but that is for sure hot garbage yeah, it is. Also, um back to we're going to backtrack here for a second. Um the giving up two goals garbage. And one of those being because of maybe some questionable reffing, if not, both garbage. <laughs> so True. We got a lot to digest there and uh, a final thing for garbage, there's a lot of garbage today. I love Alaska Airlines. Like, I had two really positive experiences last weekend with some pretty awesome staff, ground crew, in-flight crew, looking out for my kid, taking care of us. It was really nice. But I hate to say it, I gotta root against you every time Fartland comes to town. Garbage. That breaks my heart. All right, that brings us to people getting mad on the internet after anything happens. (laughs)
1: this week in fan outrage this week in fan outrage tyler says in a reply to live sounders uh blanco made leardam his bitch what a terrible performance by him he needs to hit the gym non-stop until thursday so he doesn't get manhandled
0: again I, I mean it wasn't his finest play but also that uh that fartland team was coming off of a lot more momentum and i feel like we had a bit of a like a beaten wooden spoon, butt from the match against San Jose where Seattle didn't show up with that same like kind of fieriness. But then again, like they, they were ahead in possession. I don't, it's hard to break down where it all went wrong, except for in these like really brief moments where people like Ludam got bit, uh, got beat. So I don't, I think I'm kind of with Tyler here, I guess.
1: I think what I would say is while the defense did their did a fine enough job given the fact that Ramon Torres was thrown in without being really un- thinking that he was probably going to play in this match. Um I would say that when I was watching the match what really went wrong for the Sounders is that it seemed like everything was lacking in the final not even the final third but like the final sixth portion of the field. They could not complete the final pass. Uh uh, Victor Rodriguez wasn't able, able to link up with Rui Diaz. None of those guys were really able to find the rhythm. These clever backheels and, and through balls that you could see. like If you were playing FIFA, you would have been able to make it, but the the guys on the field just couldn't quite complete it. Um, I think that that's where it ended up going wrong. Uh, plus, Blanco on the Timbers ended up having just an incredible match. Um, I don't know that I'd say that he made leardom his bitch, but I would say that he didn't make Leardham look that good.
0: <laughs> I think more so in the, they kept talking about it in the broadcast as well, but in the midfield, you didn't see Alonzo and Svensson getting it locked down. It really felt like that they were being exposed big time, like that Fartland showed up with a plan to get through them. And that's kind of the key to stopping a Sounder squad because uh, Chad Marshall and Kim Keehee in central defense have been great, but they've had some awesome people in front of them, a rotating cast at times, sure. But since the end of, since everyone got back from war cup it's been really solid there and so i think seattle's gonna have to fix that and worry about playing offensive soccer and worry about not getting countered all at the same time it could present some serious problems specifically without what sounds like probably not a christian rolled on and with definitely not without uh without a chad marshall and central d so it should be it should be crazy one more for me brandon
1: Um, this week in fan outrage scuba steve says (laughs) who forgot to unplug the injury generator again what in the actual
0: ah damn it scuba steve out with a lung injury Oh. oh man All right, let's take a quick look at some headlines. Is there any good news to report after all the bad news we just reported and the tons
1: of garbage? I'd say this week in headlines, we have some past, some future, and some present.
0: Ooh!
1: Let's start with past. This week in headlines, Andreas Evenschitz, MLS Cup winner with the Sounders, officially hangs up his boots into retirement. He
0: jumps into a giant shoe and sails into the sea. (laughs) We'll miss you, sir. Okay, so that's past, the the ghost of Christmas past. What about the Christmas present?
1: The Christmas present is that Jordan Morris, who went out early, early, early in the season against Santa Tecla, it has returned to full training with the Sounders.
0: Ooh, do you expect to see a, a Jordan Morris returning to the pitch before the end of the season if Seattle should advance?
1: If Seattle advances, if, if if Seattle advances, I think that he could come back. Uh, Brian Schmetzer has been pretty public with the fact that Jordan Morris is um, actually playing pretty well and is his, his recovery is going a lot better and faster than they expected they never put him on the season long um out for good list i think that that's the technical name for it is yeah, the yeah. out for good list no i just um, it is that's right yeah good uh so there is a chance that he does come back to uh to the squad in in the 18 and in and before the season is over so maybe he makes his like mls cup appearance and I, who knows <laughs> who knows
0: Oh, poor guy.
1: <laughs> it's I, honestly, it's just good to see that guy uh, finally back into training. Uh, this must have been a long, grueling year for uh, for a player who just works hard and is just known for working hard. So, just good to see him uh, back and, and getting healthy.
0: Good. And then, how about the Ghost of Christmas Future?
1: Uh, the Ghost of Christmas Future headline says that S2 right back Denso Ulysses name, was named to the uh, USL All Second Team. He's a 19 year old Haitian um, who's been playing right back for S2. And while S2 didn't have a great season, um, he's one of few, very few players who were who uh, got this honor in the league. And um, he's a player that a lot are thinking that could see uh, first team, first team minutes at least in training uh, in 2019.
0: All right, let's take a look at the big match, man. Here's the deal, is we have a second leg to the first round of the playoffs featuring Fartland Timbers coming to Seattle, this time CenturyLink Field, on Thursday night, 7.30. It's really exciting. This is a—I mean, you got to treat this match like a final because Sounders are down 2-1, but they do have the away goal. Those are things to to consider. Now, I just want to start real quick, Brandon, before we get into the details of this. I just want to know the easiest way for Seattle to advance to the next round. What needs to happen for the easiest, like— math for me because I'm an idiot.
1: Sure. Sounders, so basically, here's what needs to happen. Sounders need to hold Portland to no goals if possible and score hella goals if possible. (laughs) Great. If Portland gets a goal, Sounders need to get at least two. If Portland gets more than one goal, the Sounders just need to get two more than whatever Portland gets. Okay. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, because if it ends up tied in goals, they're worth two.
1: (laughs) A 0 0 draw goes to Portland. Uh, a 1 1 draw goes to Portland. A 2 2 draw goes to Portland. Follow so. us
0: full 90 extra time on Twitter. And uh, there's a great uh, chart that's been put up there that looks awesome and it's super easy to understand. You can have that loaded while you're watching the match to totally understand. Exactly. Okay. So Sounders are 11 9 and 5 in postseason play. There's, the chart is really crazy to see, too, to see how it's like quarterfinal elimination, quarterfinal elimination, semifinals, MLS Cup, and then like the, the bouncing around. But 10 straight seasons in the postseason is pretty crazy. This is the 104th all-time meeting against the Fartland Timbers. How about the only other time the two have met in the playoffs? What happened?
1: So the only other time that Timbers and Sounders have played uh, in the postseason against each other was back in 2013. The Sounders lost similarly at 2-1 to one in leg one, but that was actually at home, so the Timbers ended up picking up two away goals. And then the Sounders lost 3-2 to two in leg two, where Ziggy Schmid started Shalrie Joseph, a defensive midfielder at center forward instead of defensive midfield.
0: As they say about our microwave in the break room at the radio station, RIP in peace. Ziggy Schmid.
1: <laughs> also, Shari uh, Joseph,
0: probably. I don't know if anyone's seen him since then.
1: Uh, Shari Joseph is currently the head coach of the Granada national team. Obviously. So uh, he's from there, so it makes sense. Okay, fine. Uh, so going into Thursday's match, though, the Sounders aren't in quite as bad of a position as they were in 2013. But given that they are a goal down with the away goal, which is nice, um, their backs are definitely up against a wall. Um with very with two very important players very likely unavailable. We're talking about Chad Marshall and Christian Roldan. Um Well, hold on, hold on though. I mean, we're missing two key players, maybe.
0: We don't actually have the We don't actually have the confirmation yet that they won't play. You never. I mean, maybe Christian Roldan shows up and he's got a bionic leg. He's got his Iron Man suit on and he's ready to play. Who knows? Maybe they put a skin layer over it like a T one T one hundred and one, and he can be out there terminating. Who knows? Okay.
1: They just put Alex Roldan in there and hope that everybody thinks it's Christian Roldan. That's what my
0: wife said. She's like, wouldn't you just have him run over to the sideline for like some medical treatment and then just send his brother on in his place? I'm like, they do look different (laughs) enough that someone would know. Brilliant. But I also agree. Um, Now. There's got to be a good bit of news lineup-wise.
1: Yeah, so uh, the Sounders not only getting Harry Ship back last in the last match, uh, but Brad Bradsmith, the left back who's been out for like the last month, it seems, yeah. could make his return and his MLS playoff debut. Um, but at the same time, Portland also gets uh, their center back, Laris Mabiala, back from suspension. Uh, he had a red card against Dallas in their knockout round. Uh, so they'll get him back in, in the uh, Thursday's match.
0: Poof. That could make it real tough. A team that has a lot of momentum that did well at home is going to have to come in and face normally what's one of the strongest defenses in Seattle, but missing one of the key elements. You're hoping for a huge game from a guy like Roman Torres, who lifted his team unthinkably, the Panama national team, to the World Cup to be immediately eliminated and to be the biggest boy. But at the same time he was able to pull that off he's the kind of clutch player that if you can get a big performance out of him that'd be great and then if you could see a big performance out of a guy like nico lodero for more than just a few minutes here or there it's not totally out of the question again check out our chart it's at full 90 extra time on twitter to see that
1: Uh, real real quick i want to go back and make a point about big boy roman torres yeah uh that big boy is uh, not only lifted Panama to their national team, Triumph, making the World Cup and all that, uh, but he is – I feel like we talk a lot of trash about Roman Torres sometimes on this show, uh, but I would go and say that Roman Torres is also, also the guy that scored the winning penalty kick for the Sounders' only MLS Cup in history. Uh, so, an MLS
0: Cup where there was zero shots on goal.
1: Just Exactly. Keep so he's got some, uh, some playoff – uh, clout for this team, so I'm hoping that he can go in and, and do some work.
0: Also, to be clear, like nothing personal, man. He is a rad guy. <laughs> that guy's yeah, super cool. Sure. Any kind of encounter we've had with him has been totally super positive. Sometimes you just wish that he was playing central defense and marking guys and staying goal side of people rather than
1: Shaori Joseph. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so let's recap. Basically, if it's a 1-0 shutout by Seattle, they move on. That's the starting point, okay? But beyond that, it's going to get weird, including a little bit of extra time. Okay, who are you calling for the hero of the upcoming match, Thursday night, 730, CenturyLink Field? Fartland comes to Seattle. Who do you want to see for Seattle that's going to be the hero? Uh,
1: I would say that Nico Ladero, when he's playing well, the Sounders are playing well. He was a little bit all over the place in the Sunday match against Portland, so I'm hoping that he has himself a game. Uh, goes in there and starts to link up really well with uh, Rui Diaz and and um, Victor Rodriguez. He's gonna. We're gonna, Sounders are gonna need him to play kind of out of his mind in order to win this one.
0: Who do you expect to play in place of Christian Roldan?
1: Um, I'm gonna say that they're gonna they're gonna slot in Harry Ship. I think that they're gonna go. The Sounders have to go more attacking. In this match, they're going to have to go forward. And and while at the same time, they're going to hope they don't get caught on the break because the last thing that you want to do is give uh, Portland an away goal, um, they're going to have to go forward in a way. Uh, When you lose Christian Roldan, you lose a guy who is able to go back and do the defensive dirty work, a guy who is uh, the future Ozzy Alonso for this club if if everything goes right. Um, So when you lose him you're you're going to lose a two-way player no matter what but when you put harry ship in there you're already going to have to go for a more um offensive attackive uh, attacking look um so i think harry ship's the right guy for that spot
0: the benefit for this is uh, is also that there's not a lot of current film on harry ship there's not a lot of um There's some guys that are coming back. Brad Brad Smith doesn't have a lot of film. There could be some variables that come into play here if you uh, kind of put a few different names in. Of course, you want those other guys there, but they're not well-researched otherwise, so that could be to the advantage. Who do you see wearing a cape and mustache and a hat and dropping down from this non ceiling at CenturyLink field to be the the villain here? Uh,
1: The villain is going to have to be Diego Chara. Um, he's the he is the Ozzy Alonso for the Portland Timbers, although I have probably the most insane statistic from that first leg of that match. Sure, great, 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 that's awesome. Diego Chara, who is like if you, saying Ozzy, he's the Ozzy Alonso of the Timbers is about as descriptive as you can get. Tough player, aggressive, goes in for hard challenges, is known to pick up a few cautions here and there, maybe some red cards even. Um, in that first leg, Diego Chara and Ozzy Alonso did not commit a single foul what not one between the two of them you're not talking about on each other
0: but just throughout the match on
1: anybody about throughout the entire match neither of those players fouled anybody now Chiraz sitting on a yellow card and in the playoffs two yellow cards over the course of the playoffs means that you will be suspended for a following match uh going into this match gustav svensson is also sitting on a yellow card so if he gets yellow if he gets cautioned again. Um, he will miss a match should the Sounders advance. Yeah, but it's um, more
0: critical this time, or last match, that you didn't get that second yellow, because after this match, you're talking about getting some guys' legs healthy, so if you can't advance past exactly. Thursday, uh, you're maybe if, even without a Svensson in the next round, you would hope to have a Roldan back, assuming that his injury isn't you know season-ending or something.
1: Now, while Chara is like, the obvious villain because of his actual villainy and, and evilness, uh, I think the guy that the Sounders are actually going to have to watch out for is Blanco. He had a great game on Sunday. If he can do that again, uh, the Sounders could be in trouble.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, I mean, they've also got uh, what was his name? Uh, Ababasi. That kid looks like he's fire, man. Like you said, uh, Mabiala's coming back, so there's like a lot of there's a lot of names to watch out for on a team that you know made it to the playoffs here. I know a lot of teams do, but Portland looked good at the end of the season. Not as good as Seattle to get into that second place, but still, they were able to get it done and they have a lot of momentum specifically after going 2-1 up at whatever their dumb field is called in Fartland So, uh, there's a lot going on. I guess if you're just joining us right now, even though this is a streaming medium, so you wouldn't just tune in, uh, we'd like to look at Too Long and Didn't Listen TLDL, starting with mom is kind of a jerk saying that she didn't even expect him to play. Come on,
1: that sucks. Get it together. Man, now we'll never be able to have on this show.
0: Oh, I'll just beep out that whole thing so he won't know, okay? Oh, whoa, Gregor, I can't believe you'd say that about There we go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great. Too long, didn't listen, score two more goals than whatever Fartland scores. Oh, perfect. That's actually a useful one, okay? Yeah. So... Seattle needs two more
0: goals than whatever Fartland scores, and we're good.
1: Yep. Too long didn't listen. I actually want to throw it back to fan outrage, okay? Yeah, great. This is a good one. Too long didn't listen from Aaron Campo. The only good thing about the playoffs not being single elimination is that if this were a knockout game, I'd actually be vomiting instead of feeling like vomiting.
0: (laughs) Spot on. I was very upset during the whole thing. So this is going to be the toughest one of the year, Brandon. I think this one's going to be really challenging for you. Take a look into your crystal Pepsi ball. And tell me what you see for Thursday, 7.30 p.m. CenturyLink Field, possibly the last game of Seattle's season, possibly the last game of Portland's season. What do you predict?
1: The Sounders, with their backs up against the wall, with second-choice center back, second-choice midfielder. (laughs) Damn it, now we're not going to be able to have a on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Check that one off as well. I don't think we're having (laughs) on the show either.
0: (laughs) Don't worry. We never mind. I'm not going to say the bitter
1: thing that I wanted to. Go ahead. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I I think that the Sounders will go and win two to one, sending this game into extra time. Full ninety. Extra time.